This is the Fit Fun Father podcast with your host, Michael Sobkew. In the podcast, we dive deep into health, fitness, and the ultimate goal to be the happiest person you can be. Growing through adverse, challenging times to prosper through and take the learnings of the challenges we faced before and after and throughout our lives. People, this is an exciting podcast with a multitude of fantastic guests, topics, how-tos, everything you need to help improve your life one step at a time. What's going on, everybody, and welcome back to the Fit Fun Father podcast. I'm your host, Michael Sobkew, and we're getting ready for the weekend. I hope you guys had a wonderful week. Wrapping up the month of June, oh my goodness, has it ever gone by so quick. June is gone already, people. We are into the deep summer months, July and August, and then we go into the downturn. Well, I guess it depends on where you're listening to. Where here it's, it, you know, it's, we get winter, you know, nine months of the year. <laughs> So it's a short golf season. It's a short season to do anything outside. I know I'm being a bah humbug. We're going to get a whole lot more than that. And really, at the end of the day, uh, there's lots of time left. So I'm just being a little bit of a pessimist when it comes to that. But just it's like time is flying by. We, we've got this. We're in this super strange time. 2020, we've had COVID. We've had riding. We're having all these different things in society, these changes, these implementations, and everyone's trying to get back in the groove, and everything's kind of happened so fast, and I can't keep up. Nonetheless, uh, thank you again for joining me on the episode. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about fad diets. Why not? I want to bring up the diet, all the, the diets that you guys hear about, and why they work or why they don't work. What do, you, what do we think about these diets? What should we be doing? Before we dive into that, please subscribe, share with your friends, get this out to as many people as you possibly can so that you can share the information and then they can come over to the podcast and have a listen and maybe it will brighten up their day. You know, think about that. Maybe it'll brighten up their day. I mean, that's what it's all about, right? Oh boy. What else can I tell you? I got my Facebook group. You guys can check out my website, www.fitfunfather.com. Um, we got some exciting news coming in the upcoming weeks. I'm not going to say what it is yet because I shouldn't say what it is until it actually transpires and things kind of set it, kind of settle into place. But good things are coming. My life is going in all kinds of different directions right now, which is really cool. Super excited for the future. Uh, big plans coming in the coming weeks, months, and hopefully years. I mean, obviously. We've got some things coming up. We've we've made we we as a group have made so much progress this far. Think about the journey we've been on since September. Seventy five, six episodes in, and we're going strong. We're gonna get there. We're gonna get for uh, the the goal is a hundred by the end of the year. Is that what I said? Hundred. So we got twenty five more to go. I think we can make that happen. I think we can do it. Super excited. Super excited that you've joined us. Now we're gonna talk about a little bit. Of Fad diets. I hope I didn't say that too fast. Here we go. Fad diets. Number one. No, we won't do it like the top 10 on the YouTube videos or anything like that. But I, I kind of want to go into it a little bit. You know, 
All of you may be listening. Maybe you know what a fad diet is. Maybe you don't. Maybe you haven't heard of some of them. What I'm talking about is things like juicing, keto, carnivore, vegetarian, vegan. Now, please decipher lifestyle change from fad dieting because I understand that some of these can fit inside lifestyle change or people follow these things as a lifestyle change. What I'm referring to when I speak about this is the average person who lives an average day-to-day life that is not concerned overly about their food consumption until they make a decision to try something to try and get a result or a sustainable, yeah, sustainable result. Okay. Ketogenic. Let's talk keto first. Keto has been huge. It's it's kind of bumped on the scene in the last couple of years. I want to say five years, really gaining momentum in the last two to three. We have a lot of influencers in the social media space that promote ketogenic diets. We've seen lots of amazing results that come from ketogenic diets. And people are like, I got to get on the keto because the keto is what's going to make me thin and muscular and it's going to shave all that body fat. And for a lot of people, that's a short-term thing. That sure it could happen on the reason. Or it can happen on the reason. What is that? It can happen um, in the short term. Now, when we talk ketogenic, here I'll do a little explanation. When we talk keto, we're talking a very high fat, moderate protein, low carbohydrate. We're talking in that 70% fat range. So most of the foods you're getting from are cheese, nuts, uh, bacon, very high fat meats. That is keto. We're going to go very little on the carbs, mainly uh, fibrous carbs like veggies. And that's it. We eliminate all breads, pastas, uh, anything high glycemic, low glycemic, everything carb, rice, everything gone. <laughs> Finite, ganzo, nada. You ain't eating it. Bye bye. What's the theory behind that? Well, let's talk about it. Carbohydrate. Okay, a carbohydrate or a saccharide gets converted into glucose. Now, our body takes carbs, we convert that into glucose. And we use that to fuel our body. So we convert it through the liver. It goes into the muscles. Anything that spills over then goes into adipose tissue, which is fat, and gets stored for a later day. When we eliminate carbohydrates, the the brain, and the brain, of course, loves carbs. It loves the glucose. It just feeds on that. When we eliminate the carbs, we eliminate the glucose. So in the first couple days of going to a ketogenic diet, you're going to experience a, probably a, you're going to feel good. You're, it's two days in, you're eating new food. The carbs or the uh, the glucose in the body is going to burn itself out. So you're going to use it all. You're going to use whatever's in the muscles throughout daily activity, whatever, you know, bending, lifting, moving, walking, speaking, sleeping, all the things that you just normally go through. And if you exercise and you're going to, you're going to speed up that process, you're going to eliminate the body of glucose. All right. What happens when the body gets eliminated with glucose, it goes into what's called keto or it starts to produce ketones. It uses fat. It switches over. It's like, oh, well, we got no glucose. I don't know what this dude's doing to me. I don't know what I did to him to make him all pissed off, but I guess we ain't getting no sugar. So 
the body goes after fat. And the byproduct is uh, ketones. And a lot of people say, oh, get the ketone strips. You're going to pee on the ketone. You're going to pee. It, when your pee's all purple, you're going to be in the massive ketosis and things are going to just, you're going to shed the weight. Cool. Does it work? To a degree. I mean, energy in, energy out still applies. But yeah, you're going to start to burn fat. Why is this not always sustainable? Now, again, Lifestyle change. There are a lot of people out there, and this is part of the marketing, part of the promotion, part of why a lot of people who it works for in a longer-term sustainable environment is because they it maybe it's conducive to their lifestyle or they've got amazing results and they've been able to promote it or maybe it's just a facade. Maybe people are promoting keto when not really being on keto. And I don't want to go in that direction because I don't think that's... The majority of people, I think there are a lot of people out there that practice the keto lifestyle, that like the keto lifestyle. But you got to remember, as an individual, you're different. You may not take well. You may, things like this. Okay, we talk maybe constipation. We talk, you know, gut issues. We talk energy levels. We talk strength levels. We look at all these factors that may be a byproduct of going ketogenic not to mention the uh the floating poops you eat a high fat diet your poops like they're like boats they float and it's like oil it's like an oil slick you're in the toilet and you're like and you're like oh oil slick i know you're don't crash your car i'm sorry i had to bring it up because i'm just from experience i've done all of these diets i've tried them all uh, both in the early stages of my own weight weight loss journey and experimentation. I want to try things that I have the experience to bring that information to a, a client or a person asking or the audience like you guys. So we have ketogenic diets. We, we get sick of these foods too. And this is the thing about dieting people. I'm not dieting, lifestyle change or getting from point A to point B is you have to understand what is the next step. I always say this when we talk about goal setting, right? You want to get on the keto, you want to lose 10 pounds. Okay, cool. What happens when you're done losing 10 pounds? And I've seen this time and time again. People are like, I don't know what to do. Do I stay on keto? Like, I can't handle eating any more freaking cheese. Well, you shouldn't have to eat any more cheese. You should be able to eat carbohydrates. You should be able to eat some of those other foods. You should be able to balance the food out because carbs are not bad. Carbs are a very good thing, right? We have this sustained energy we get out of it. We, um, you know, our brain loves it. I mean, it, of course, it loves ketones. A lot of people find that they get clarity out of it. So there are some, some positive negatives, but I throw it into the fat diet category for most people because it's just not a sustainable way of doing things over a long period of time. It's very bland and boring. You're eating the same foods. You're eating this very, very, very high fat. And the other part of that too is you got to remember, you need to have a omega-3 enriched diet as well. So you want to prevent that arthrosclerotic plaque. You want to prevent clogging the arteries. So you want to make sure that you're you know, taking in a lot of omega-3s so that you are countering a lot of those omega-6s and 9s that you're going to find in a lot of these fatty foods. Are you going to see are you going to see weight loss rate of fat? Yes, you're going to see a decrease in water tension because with glucose we we create a three to one with water to glucose. So every glucose molecule we have three water molecules. So you are puffier, bigger. You got more water. 
You get rid of the carbs. Guess what? You get rid of the water. Guess what happens right off the bat? You lose a ton of weight and you're like, oh my goodness, keto is the best. It's not always that way. It doesn't sustain that way. The other thing is if you're a strength person, a heavy lifter, somebody who loves resistance training, this could affect your strength gains. You're not having the, glu- the, the energy, the glucose in the muscle cells anymore to help you push the weight. You are not having that energy that you're not normally used to. Now, can some people do it? Sure. There's, you know, people, ah, I can get on the treadmill, run faster than you on keto. Sure. Cool. But again, I'm going to throw it in that category, ketogenic. If you want to try it, give it a go for two weeks. Find out where you go from there. At the end of the two weeks, write down, do I enjoy the foods I'm eating? Do I enjoy the way I'm feeling? Is it sustainable? Do I, can I do this for a longer period of time? If the answer is yes, then create a two-month plan. And at the end of the two months, do it again. And then see where it takes you. What are the side effects you're getting? Are you getting constipated? Are you getting diarrhea? Are you moody? Are you getting stomach cramps? Do you feel lethargic? Start to monitor. Are you sleeping well? monitor those things create that journal or those thoughts write them down review them at the end of the two months and then continue all right i'm gonna dive into another fad diet or like juicing like we get into juicing let's just talk juicing why do people juice what's the purpose and the benefit of juicing well we liquefy or we overdose our micronutrients i think the biggest part of juicing is well i can't eat eight apples so i'm going to mash them up with eight oranges and eight this and eight grapes and eight sticks of lettuce and eight tomatoes and eight i why am i using the word eight whatever we're going to put it into a cup we're just going to drink about 10 of those a day five of those a day and we're going to just like overload on vitamins because our body's like we need this okay just back the bus up here all right, my like my mom used to say when I when she, when I told her I had to take my my multivitamins, you just peeing them out anyway. There is a big difference between fat soluble and water soluble vitamins, like vitamin C and stuff. They're water soluble. Your body takes what it needs and it gets rid of the rest. So a lot of these juicing fad diets, um, I think for the most part, are a again way to quickly shed water quickly think that we're giving our body a bunch of stuff that we could do in a sustainable fashion over a period of time with a nice mixture of macronutrients in turn getting all the micronutrients phytonutrients things like b12 b6 a c d things like that a c b d c d you know all the alphabets you need all the alphabets but juicing to me just seems like what's the point like, what is the re like besides the reason that somebody or a marketing, there was a marketing tool or something on social media that's like, you need to juice. Why are you doing it? Like, really ask yourself the question, like, what is this doing for me? And again, I will go back to the basics when I talk about dieting, all these things, anything food related, journal it down. If you're going to juice for two days because you're not going to listen to what anybody else has to say, that's cool. What did it do for you? Did it make you like run super fast or did it like give you better sleep? What was your quality of life? Did you just feel like that was something that you wanted to do? And I'm like, I'm not trying to be, what's the word I'm 
like arrogant or that's not the word. It has nothing to do with it. What's the word? Sarcastic? I don't know. I can't even think of the word. I'm not trying to poke at it. I'm trying to really understand the reason. And I think when we talk about fad diets, most people can't answer the reason why they're doing them other than, well, Sally or Bob, these are just fictitious names, lost 10 pounds on it. Cool. I'm getting ready for a wedding in three weeks. I could give a shit what I look like after the other three weeks. I'm doing keto. I'm doing a juice. That's perfect. Okay. But a lot of people come into dieting thinking that these things are going to miraculously make them lose a bunch of weight and then sustain that over time when it really is just not the, the case. We go to carnivore. Carnivore is very new. It's a newer diet. It may not be as out there for the general public as it is in a lot of the mainstream fitness where we're eating primarily meat and meat only. Now, yes, I'm a big meat fan. I'm a meat lover. I'm not living my life without it. They, you know, beef especially is packed with a lot of wonderful vitamins, minerals, and is going to provide a lot of protein, fat, a lot of the things that your body needs to function. That's just me. And if you have a problem with eating meat, that's cool, man. Like I'm totally game with uh, going into that vegan realm if that is something that's ethically or morally something that you um, look towards and don't feel that that for those particular reasons or whatever reason it may be. Maybe you just don't like the taste. You go down that road. But a lot of people now are going into these carnivore diets, which is basically all they're eating. You know, eating chicken, fish, steak, and getting this wide variety of nutrients that our bodies need. But again, there's no carbohydrates in it. So are we going to have that weight loss off the beginning? We're going to have that loss of water. We're going to see that that change, a very significant change off the beginning. And then maybe it plateaus and kind of levels itself out. But again, what is that making you feel like? What are your energy levels over the course of that? Is that something long-term? Is that something that's good over a long, sustainable period of time, like two years, three years, five years? We don't really have the information, the data to say yes or no on a lot of those things. And there's not a lot of people out there, I think, going down that route. Um, but it is big. It's 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 gaining popularity, and again, I think for a lot of reason is because of that that very fast change that you're gonna have with your body. You're getting no sugar. There's no glucose. There's a lack of water. There's no carbohydrates. You're gonna go after fat to burn. That's your energy source moving forward. You will be in ketosis on a on a pure carnivore diet. Um, is there strength benefits or? whatnot to eating just strictly meat i don't know personally again these are things that you would have to kind of look at record and and find out what it's like and again like i say with all these things not only putting out this episode to kind of make you aware of some of these diets but to give you an understanding of what to look for in the first coming weeks months years And at the end of the day, you are an individual. You need to really look at recording how you feel when you eat these particular foods. Record your weight loss. Record body composition. Are you getting stronger? Uh, You record your strength, you know, progressive, double progression through training, whatever that may be. Or 
journaling or measurements or you know bioimpedance machine if you have access to a gym where 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 there's personal trainers they should have a bioimpedance machine uh you would probably be best to make sure that hydration levels are very steady when you do these bioimpedance i mean if you're a three liter a day water drinker that the day you take the uh, bioimpedance, you're at three liters, and the day you take it again in a month, you're at three liters. So because it uses uh, electricity, it runs a, a current through your body, and the current speeds up or slows down depending on whether it hits fat or muscle tissue. That's kind of how the thing works. All right, we've gone through keto, we've gone through juicing, we've gone through carnivore. Now we kind of get into the vegan, vegetarian, very phyto, very plant-based no meats. Um, and these are great for a lot of people because it's like, you know what? I'm, 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 I see the value in vegetables. I see the value in, you know, getting in a lot of variety of different vegetables, fruits, things like that, which is important. Nuts, kind of everything that's not an animal I'm going to consume and I'm going to maybe hopefully improve my life. Now, this is the where we kind of go into lifestyle versus fad. Now, fad, could people switch over to vegan? I've seen this before where people go from eating meat to vegan and it doesn't last very long because meat is a part of their emotional status for, for, eat, for eating. And I say that because, you know, some like a good steak. We contribute it to summer months of barbecue and we contributed to all kinds of different things and emotion plays a basis in our diet and the things that we in our lifestyle and the things that we're going to choose when we go over to vegan we have this uh ability to like oh i'm not exactly sure if i'm getting all the requirements and this is the biggest thing if you're gonna do vegan stuff you need to do your research and look at where you're getting your 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 source of protein whether it's lentils or you know soy or doing things like that where you're where you're supplementing or you're using a vegan plant-based protein powder to kind of get that protein because protein is so important and this is something that i think a lot of people who dive into the vegan uh, vegetarian dieting start to really not understand the full complement of what the body needs and they're just like eat, they're just chomping on leaves all day like i'm the i'm like I'm like the dinosaur that's eating the leaves. That was the dumbest thing I think I've ever said. I'm the dinosaur that's eating the leaves. Oh my goodness. I was going to say rabbit, but then that was like even, that's no bueno there. Anyway, we start to kind of go into this, eating it, not caring in the world. We've got a carrot in one hand, we got an apple in the other, and we're just like, we're going total plant-based. We've got some nuts, we're getting our fats, whatever. Do your research. See a dietitian. If this is something, again, if it's for weight loss and, and or you're going to try this diet because you want to lose 10 pounds, you got to really look at, there's a couple things we need to look at first before we start to choose varieties of foods. And that is our habits, our eating habits and our portion sizes and our understanding of caloric expenditure and intake. Those three things have to come first before we choose foods. Then we go and need to know, okay, what is the goal here? We want to sustain a certain amount of protein. So we want to eat a certain amount of protein because that is protein breaks down in amino acids, which are the building blocks of our, our flesh and bone. Everything that is you is made up of protein. 
all right? Your fat is helps regulate hormones, doing a bunch of other stuff like that. But your protein is your hair, your skin, your nails, your muscles, your bone, everything. Amino acids, you need it. If you have a lack of it, you will start to degrade in bone and muscle. And over time, you may be on vegan for a year or two and be like, you know what, I've been, I've been sustaining this. I can do it. Not understanding that you're probably losing 0.5 to a pound of muscle every year because your body has to, it it will go after tissue. If you don't give it the right amount of protein, it just eats away at yourself. You just eat away at yourself. That's just the way it is. You just go catabolic. So you need to understand what what is it you're doing? Why are you doing vegan? And if that's something that you really want to do, talk to a nutritional coach like myself to get maybe some tips Talk to a dietitian to maybe set up a, a plan as to how you can get all of those things in. They can prescribe or create more regulated diet plans, and they can also introduce supplementation. Where coaching is, I can give you suggestions and ideas of where to go, but I can't. I can't. I cannot. Pro. I uh, cannot. What's the word I'm looking for? Prescribe. I can't tell you what to do. So it could be a little easier going in that direction. Have your blood work done. See a doctor. Check out what your vitamin B12 levels are, your iron levels. Get all your, get your full panel done and see where you're at. And then dive into your vegan diet, do your research, and then get a blood test again in three months and kind of see where you're at. And I, and I promote anyone or you know, I should ask that anyone do this anytime you want to take on any of these particular uh, eating modalities. You want to dive into keto, you want to dive into carnivore, you want to dive into juicing, you want to do all these things. Get some blood work done first, you know. Find out where you're at right now. Get a lipid profile. Find out where your blood sugar levels are. Get all of these things done first and foremost. You may have to extend that to some of these natural paths or some some or out of the healthcare system because... Sometimes a healthcare system is like, listen, dude, if you're not dying from a heart attack or you have a big plugged artery or you, like your lipid profile is like right out the out to lunch, your HDLs and LDLs are kaput and your blood sugar's all over the place and, and you're pre-diabetic or hypertensive, we don't really care. They just want you in healthy levels where you want to dive more into like B12 levels and, and D and like kind of really get an understanding where your health is at. You may have to go a little further. Um, and depending on where you live and what area you're in, you have to kind of look that thing up, do some research on your own and kind of go in that direction. I hope that really helps you guys get an understanding of some of the fad diets out there, why we should or shouldn't be doing them. And if you're going to do them, why are you doing them? Okay. And it could be very a specific goal. You could be like, you know what? My cousin did keto and loved it and I want to try it. That's cool. I'm all for it. I did keto for six weeks. I absolutely hated it. It it was I was constipated all the time. wasn't getting the right fiber. I was taking psyllium. I was constantly eating bacon, and then I hated bacon, and I couldn't eat it for about a year after that because that's all I ate and cheese. And here's the other part that I didn't mention in the beginning when we talk about particular higher fat diets is calories in versus calories out still matters just because you're eating fat doesn't allow you to eat a lot of fat if you're burning 1500 calories a day and you're taking in 3000 calories of high fat and you're on the keto you're going to gain fat fat'll 
turn into fat. Like your body's very good at adapting and synergizing and switching all three macronutrients. Your body can take all three of them and convert them into each other at some point or another. So don't just think because you're not eating carbs that you can't gain fat. Or just because you're eating keto, you know, make sure you maintain portion sizes. Again, with carnivore, vegan, you're going to probably with vegan, your portion size is going to be a lot larger than normal. You're going to have to eat a whole lot more food because a lot of plant-based stuff is very low in calories. You still want to have that. You still want to maintain a higher metabolism. You still want to eat a lot more of these calories. That's a quick breakdown, guys, of fad dieting. Do it. Don't do it. Understand why. Journal. Very important. Give yourself some time to see if this is working. And then guideline through your life as to your progression, where you're at. And you know what? If it's a quick five pounds, and and again, it's going to make your mental health a little bit better, I say do it. Try it. Uh, Record what your findings are. Share them with your friends. Share them with me if you want. And just really understand why you're doing them. Don't go into Facebook or Instagram or or an infomercial and like, get the keto, go buy all these, get the vegan, you know, like, Really do your research, really understand why you want to do those particular things and what the reasoning for it is. So with that, you guys, I appreciate you coming on. We are here on a Friday going into the weekend at the end of June. So blessed to be here. So thankful for all of you for coming on the or coming on the program. Like, like you're sitting beside me here like, hey, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for listening to the show, I should say. It's been a blast. I am your host, Michael Sobke, the Fit Fun Father, and we will see you guys on the next one. And don't forget to subscribe.